0: You're listening to The Blood Podcast, music, and more with Bushy and Metal Mike. Sit back, crack open a cold bruise, break out your step, light it all in, while we do our retrospective views and discussions of all things music, food, and entertainment. If you're Metal Mike, Miltown's. So without further ado, here's Bushy and Metal Mike
1: all right you guys know where you are this is the plug uh podcast i'm bushy i got metal mike how are you
2: i'm doing good man busy but good
1: oh yeah how are you guys i'm great yeah in- in- introduce the guest man
2: we have the one and only chris zinzak of the decibel geek podcast and basically the uh I don't know the organizer, the founder of the fucking Rockin' Pod that's going to be coming up here in March, I believe. Uh, Saint Patrick's weekend, uh, Saint yes. Patrick's Day weekend, right, Chris?
3: Yep, everything kicks off Saint Patrick's Day with the uh, the pre party, so it's gonna be a lot good of hangovers lord. at the expo.
1: Oh yeah, I know, right? I'm like, oh, good lord. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be a Which, proper expo if there wasn't a hangover the morning of.
3: Oh, yeah, that's that's just, that's basic. <laughs> right. No matter, yeah, you know, it's just
2: going to be magnified because it's St. Paddy's Day.
3: Well, yeah, it's not like if we weren't doing it on St. Patrick's Day, people wouldn't get drunk the night before, right? Oh,
1: well, right, right. <laughs> well, you've never done one at this time anyway, and uh, I'm happy to say I've been in, <laughs> inebriated at every one, so it's always a good time. <laughs> no. Yeah,
3: at least it won't be 105 degrees this time.
1: Right. I don't mind the heat. What I'm worried about is you're putting an Irish kid back into this city on St. Patrick's Day. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm coming back from Nashville. Well, two Irish dudes, you know. Yeah, you guys, uh, you guys all live by the city. I'm, man, I'm so far away from a city. So I, I always enjoy coming to Nashville. I always enjoy, you know, meeting up with all the friends and, of course, all the you know celebrity musicians we get to meet. But mm-hmm. now it's like, it's like, it's it's an Irish holiday. That I think's made up by Americans <laughs> as an excuse just to get drunk like Cinco de Mayo, but this was yeah. for me, you know.
3: <laughs> yeah, I uh, and I usually have a. I pretty much since year one I've had a rule to I don't drink till at least the expo's over on Saturday. So uh, we'll see if I can hold on to that this year. Being St. Patrick's Day, that's going to be tough, though. It's
1: going to be a tough one. Now, does Nashville do the green beer thing?
3: Some places do. Uh, I don't know if Eastside Bowl is going to do that with the pre-party concert, but they might. I wouldn't be surprised if there's green beer.
1: That'd be sweet. Well, Chris, we have you here to talk about this great event. What is it? It's is this the sixth one? The fifth one?
3: Well, if it wasn't for COVID, it would be the sixth. So okay, it's the Yeah,
1: it's been a great event every year. It uh, you, you man, I, I missed the second one, but you never seem to pull out the stops. I mean, you started off in a strip mall. And uh, it, was, it was such a great intimate experience because you were literally rubbing elbows with everybody in that place. <laughs> right. And now you've got, what, a, a, a pavilion at the Nashville Fairgrounds? What's going on?
3: Yeah, it's the uh, it's the biggest space we've ever had. The biggest one we had before this one was 2019 at the Marriott. And that main ballroom was, I think, 8,000 square feet. And the room we're going into this year is uh, 35,000 square feet. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's significantly larger. There's, I mean, there's going to be a lot more stuff, though, for everybody to kind of walk around and, and take a look at. It's the most vendors we've ever had, the most podcasters we've ever had, and the most celebrities we've ever had. So it's uh, definitely swinging for the fences once again.
1: Yeah, I was going to you know, mention that later on, uh, once you started talking about guests, but hell, it seems like every day you're still adding people in. <laughs>
3: yeah, there's um most of the rock and pod side of things is full now um but you never know who's gonna show up that always is we always have pop-ins from famous people too so um that's gonna that'll probably happen i we have some other guests on the comic and pop culture side that are doing both days so they'll be at rock and pod we even have some wrestlers coming this time nice
1: How, how have i not oh no i know the lady are there more than that
3: Oh, yeah, Hollywood's coming from GLOW, but, uh, yeah, a couple of um, kind of regionally known wrestlers. One of them's Kevin Sullivan is uh, is coming this year, and uh, also several comic book artists that are coming, and one that I'll be announcing soon is, um, I'm sure you guys both remember Heavy Metal Magazine. Oh, of course. So Billy Martinez, who did most of the art for Heavy Metal Magazine, he's going to be coming
1: Oh, cool, cool, very cool. Damn and then, it, now i got to find a copy of Heavy Metal somewhere.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there'll be somebody selling them. And then also uh, uh, a guy named Tone Rodriguez, I think he had done some art for a Kiss Psycho Circus comic book and several others. And
1: Now uh, I do have a- all of those. Yeah. I have the entire series of that, so should I be bringing that as well as my Twisted Sister records?
3: Yeah, why not?
1: <laughs> Get him to sign the first one.
3: Uh, yeah and then uh but yeah there's and then a guy who i can't his name right off the oh gaither jeff gaither he's uh he, he does a lot of comic art but it's more like horror themed stuff and um he's done a few album covers he's done a gg allen al- album cover and he did a municipal waste al- album cover also oh
1: that's pretty sweet pretty sweet yeah. so yeah this thing is really grown by leaps and bounds it used to be pretty much musicians mm-hmm. and now now you're you're bringing in everybody here uh you got to talk a little bit about how much this thing has grown, and you know we'll get specifically to uh, you know the event this year. But yeah, uh, so, yeah, go ahead. But, sorry.
3: Yeah, no, but I mean the, the first year, I think will always hold a special place for a lot of us that were there because none of us knew what to expect, including me because I had never done anything like this before. And um, but I that the big takeaway I took from that year was. Just so many people coming up to me going, we have to do this again next year because <laughs> it was going to just be a one and done thing. And that was the that, that, you know, I was like, well, yeah, we should do it again because it was so much fun. And then I didn't really <clears throat> take it very seriously going into year two. I mean, I, I, the work was serious, but as far as like the long term future of it goes and then the second year, a lot of the artists, guests, the musicians we bring in were starting to thank me and i'm like well you're doing me a favor by coming and they would say no well we're getting a lot of great promo through all these podcasts because mainstream media you know kind of turned their back on a lot of us so that was kind of the light bulb moment of oh wow not only is it fun but it seems beneficial for people as far as promo goes and then you know the podcasters always get a lot of great content from the interviews so that was kind of the turning point of all right let's really try to make this legit and that's what we did in 2019 but uh it's just grown so much. I never would have expected it to get this big, and honestly, it's uh, it's a big burden too. The bill goes up for it every year too. <laughs> so, oh, I bet, I you know. bet. So yeah, it's uh, sometimes I'll look at the numbers and I'm like, eee, okay, um, yeah, I'm not making much money on them, but uh, the the expenditures that go out, you know, against what comes in is like, oof, boy, it's uh, it's expensive and. We really stepped up this year with advertising. We've got some print advertising in a local um, entertainment magazine over four weeks that's happening now. And then um, also uh, the local rock station, I've worked out some advertising with them. So that awesome 60-second commercial that Aaron Camaro cut will be uh, played on local rock radio coming soon. Well, that's awesome, man. That's That's great.
1: It's, it's, It's definitely been on that metal station um and i I'm, appreciate that because i know i included it myself i played a you know a few times a show so uh yeah we're definitely If you to
2: have get that bushy? you need to share it with for me so i can go ahead and play it on my show as well yeah yeah we'll do yeah
1: because i've been talking about it on air but i don't
2: have anything official to well, you
1: know, see some people have to pay attention to the uh Register Podcasters uh, page because you would fuck have off man access to all this <laughs> stuff.
3: <laughs> yeah, I do posted a like weeks man. ago. In there.
2: <laughs> well, i heard it on the podcast, you know, your podcast, but I didn't know, you know. I mean, sorry. Oh, I, I that's, apologize, that's, Bush. That's
1: great. Now, we're, definitely glad, we're, we're glad to have Chris on. We definitely want to talk about all this Rockapod stuff. Chris is a hard guy to get a hold of anymore. I had to go through a fucking PR guy for the first time. He's been on this show, like, three times. But this time, I had some PR guy reaching out to me. What what the hell is this shit all about, Chris?
3: Man, my balls are so sore right now. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: wow, that's Dave Tedder,
3: who's a friend of a lot of us. And, uh, yeah. Dave, I brought Dave in because uh, I was just like put me on as many shows as you possibly can and uh but i mean that he so of course his list includes people i already know so uh yeah he doesn't know every fucking podcaster bush give the guy a fucking break (laughs) (laughs) but obviously i could have scheduled it with you guys directly but i was just like i'll just let dave run with it and he's done a great job getting me on i've been on so many shows that like i didn't even know existed and some of them have pretty large followings too and a lot of them, it's it's also, it's actually been better promotion for next year because, it, like, so many of them are like, well, I, I found out so late I can't come, but I'm absolutely coming next year because I didn't know about it. So I was like, well, it's at least good for advanced promotion, you know.
1: Did, did you hear you know, this, ladies and gentlemen? Chris Sinzak never talks about next year until several months after a Rockin' Pod, and he's already letting it slip there's a next year
3: um we'll see <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: but i will say one thing about it chris the thing that's amazed me about it and i didn't get to go to the first one because you know i had some issues with my family going on at the time but uh when you did the 2018 one i went and that was just as a fan i i wasn't a podcaster yet i was doing the dj thing at that and i had an absolute blast hanging out with all you guys so i got that side of it and then the next time i missed the year after Because I just, again, a lot of crazy shit going on in my life. But the year after that, the last one we had, I was at that one as a podcaster. And and again, an amazing experience. But it just seems like it's getting bigger and bigger every time, man. It kind of reminds me of the early comic book conventions back in the day. And now they've just become this huge mega event. And I'm not saying that this will ever get as big as like the San Diego Comic Con. But I've definitely noticed a growth every time you've done this, man. So, yeah, it's it's just kind of crazy to see how it's went from this little thing to and now it looks like if you do it next year (laughs) or next time uh, that you're even going to get even more people. So he's he's air quoting behind that camera right now. I am not air quoting, (laughs) but I was, um, you know, stressing on the if because, man, I dude, I've told you before. I, I, I I bow to you, dude. I don't know how you fucking do it, dude. I really don't. Shit, I don't either yeah i mean seriously you're um, like you're a superhero dude as far uh, as I, there's
3: so many people that help out with
2: this i know career. they do i know it's, they. it's
3: do. not just me um, but
2: still man yeah i know it takes a lot of work a lot of coordination and i know you have a lot of help so yeah
3: uh, you want to give all those fine folks a shout out here yeah absolutely by all well, means. first of all my wife who uh, has always helped but uh really stepped up this year because it's grown so much and it's like there's so many more moving parts now that I can't just oversee everything anymore, and I'm just like I gotta, I gotta have people I trust that help me with this. So she's really taken on a ton of detail work behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and um, also Tracy McAndrew who has been a part of it since year one. Um, you know her scheduling prowess is insane, and um, the the last one we did, she scheduled over 200 interviews for that one, and we might double that this year. Oh wow, it's uh in one day i mean there's gonna be some interviews on friday too but mostly in one day uh which is insane and then uh andy connors our production manager who helps with all the gear the podcasters and mark ballard who handles the vendors um my brother who helps out with the event Uh, of course aaron camaro you don't you gotta have the best mc in the world and we do well hell yeah so uh also our education track is growing we've got some cool stuff for podcasters with uh, great panels that are going to be going on and we got some promo partnerships with like focus right and uh a thing called pod in box that i'll be announcing soon it's a cool like voicemail system for podcasts they're going to be doing giveaways headliner is going to be a part of it um local station lightning 100 but uh all that's being run by a guy named david hooper who does music business radio on F- on an fm station here and he does a lot of stuff in the podcast world, so um, I can't thank him enough. Also, but yeah, they just and then Tyson Leslie, who you know books the rare hair show and handles herding cats with that thing, and um, but no, just so many dedicated, talented people that uh, make this thing go every year.
1: That's awesome, man. I'm glad you've been able to put it together, coming from such a wild idea. And uh, metal Mike. I'm going to disagree yes. with you. I think it could be as big as a Comic-Con because word of mouth is, you know, a hell of a thing. And you know these guys got to be telling other guys. I mean, hell, Ron Keel, you can't get him away from this event. He's <laughs> He is Mr. Rocket Pot. He's
3: the mayor. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, he's uh, – Ron's a – Ron's like kind of the perfect tailor-made person for the event because – you know, an artist, a musician in his own right, but also in the world of podcasting, understands it, gets the concept, and uh, works his ass off on his show, too. And, like, amazing at promotion. His, he you know, does great stuff with his Patreon. I've told other people I know that are musicians, they're like, well, I thought about starting a podcast or doing Patreon. And I'm just like, go look at what Ron Keel's doing. That's what you want to do. Because nobody's more engaged with their fans than that guy. So it's a... Uh, right. He's, he's been like in my corner since the very beginning because he just got the uh, the con it's easier to sell the concept now than it was the first year because I think podcast well
2: have grown so I don't know Chris I did have a question I wanted to ask you what what's the end game here
3: <laughs> all right Neely
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh it's hilarious well, okay. I'll
3: take being criticized by dog the bounty hunter any day that's cool <laughs>
1: Oh, oh shit. God! He's, he'll he'll have to go corporate, get some corporate sponsorship, and Chris is, going, corporate, go. Chris corporate is going to become the man.
3: I don't know about <laughs> that. I mean, I, I would love I would love it financially to have some corporate, ba- yeah. Oh, I bet, yeah, you know, for yeah, sure. P- presented by uh, Snapple or whatever, you know. I don't care, but uh, <laughs> I mean, we we do have some great sponsors this year. Pantheon, of course, my network um, is doing the title sponsorship uh RFK Media Ron's company is a diamond sponsor. Uh my friend Bobby Dreyer, he bought a diamond sponsorship. What a nice guy. And then oh, wow. um Delana from Vane uh has the uh, third power amplification company. She's going to bring some uh, awesome guitar amps to show off at the event. So yeah, it's just I don't have a ton of sponsors, but the ones that we have are passionate about the event and believe in it. Sweet. Oh
1: yeah. It is it's a lot of fun. Um because I've I've done the same thing as Metal Mike. I mean, poor Chris has had to work the thing every year. <coughs> but uh, the first year I came was the first year. I I just came as a fan. I got to meet the uh, faces to all the voices. The only person yeah, it was
3: I, a uh, it was clean shaven, bushy. I was. Yes, like, it was. The, you're bushy, but you have no beard. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> it's for a job, man. <laughs> I know. Sell out. Yeah. Well money talks
3: just kidding
1: yeah right yeah, hey, you're
3: you gonna do you, you you do you look about 17 years old without the beard <laughs> yeah
1: it, it's ridiculous wait till you see me this year chris i haven't been shaving my head anymore <laughs> oh really <laughs>
3: yeah
2: i think we might have to call him um, dj Scullet at that metal
3: thinking doing the whole uh strapping young lad devin towson look right
1: oh i'm going for it man <laughs> I, i'm open to look like the killer yeah. there in that uh american horror story 1984
3: well we have you know a lot of horror themed people that are kind of going to be coming though <laughs> maybe you'll win best cosplay for that
1: yeah yeah uh, they might even want to hire you as an extra <laughs> it isn't that long yet we're still working people next couple of years <laughs> next couple <laughs> of years i'll have the hogan going on
3: you can always get some extensions done in
1: time <laughs> lord that'd be funny it'd be <laughs> funny just to do it But no, coming as a fan is a great thing. Uh, So you know, people listening, you don't have to be a podcaster to come enjoy this. It's to interact and listen to these rock stars talk because they're they're on stage all day long, you know, for different panels, you know, telling great stories. Uh, I mean, hell, the Billy Gibbons and uh, Alan, I'm drawing a blank interview you did last year, or not last year, but the last Rockin' Pod, Chris, you and Aaron. Oh.
3: Billy Sheehan and Greg Bissonnette.
1: Bissonnette,
3: yeah. I'd love to get Billy Gibbons though; that would be awesome. Oh, well, that Gibbons,
1: would be cool. Yeah, I said Gibbons, didn't I?
3: <laughs> he did. I'm not yeah. even
1: drinking today, boys. Well,
3: I'm thinking, did I have a stroke and forget we had Billy Gibbons one year? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Boy, that'd be cool too. Make, I'd, I'd love to have make it. that happen next year. Quick.
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, Bush. Because when you mentioned about how the first time you went, I uh, to anybody out there who is listening, um, if you're even if you're a podcaster and you're kind of unsure and oh I don't know if I have the money go ahead and go as a guest first and then come back as a podcaster man because it is two different experiences it really is and both of them are fucking amazing like I had a blast both times so I'm really really looking forward to this man so thank you Mr. Sinzak Oh, happy
3: to happy to have you guys come back in town. I got to do something to get my friends to come visit me, so I have to do this shit.
2: Right, right, right.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Man, I, we're 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 podcasters. We're easy hookers and blow. We're all there, dude.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, we're we're conveniently located to to Broadway. Yeah, <laughs> it's easy to pick up either one.
1: <laughs> oh, Broadway. So, I, I, uh, I got to tell you, that's the loudest street I've ever been on. It's amazing. Oh yeah, and that includes being in New York City. I, you know, I, I I haven't heard a street louder than Broadway. I love it.
3: Well, the craziest thing about it is, it you know it's always been busy down there on like fr- Friday and Saturday night. But I've been down there on a Tuesday night at like one in the morning, and it's still like that every oh. night of the week. It's cra- it's like fucking Mardi Gras every day down. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think Graf Nashville's a really cool town, man.
3: Yeah,
2: that's, yep, uh, there you that's, go.
3: Bunch of drunk bridesmaids all over the place.
1: Well, hey, Bushy,
3: maybe you'll get lucky.
1: I got to say, you know, I've never been a very religious person, but I could, that sounds like heaven.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I think it was, maybe it was the last time. Yeah, I think it was the last one we did. Uh, we, it was Sunday. You know, it was the day after the expo, and, and you guys went to venture around downtown, and I get a text from Bushy that's just like, oh my God. The amount of donk in this town is insane.
0: Yes. Yep.
2: Yeah, he showed me the
1: text, man. <laughs> Yes, yes, but I it did. Was
2: true, man. And what was blew me away was that, I mean, some of them were young, but even the cougars were like, I mean, oh, my God, man, it was amazing. <laughs> I'm just like, fuck.
1: Yes, know? I did walk around singing a little uh, Trace Adkins. <laughs> he did. He did.
2: <laughs> Which I was like, please stop.
1: But, uh <laughs> I, I couldn't help it. I was like squirrel, but it was just donk, donk, yeah. donk, donk. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I love Nashville. What a great place! It is awesome. I'll have to retire there.
3: <laughs> yeah, come on out.
2: <laughs> well, it's it's in my I, it's in my plans. I eventually want to relocate down there. So, great city. I'm yeah.
3: I'm good as long as I'm living 40 minutes away from downtown. I can still be there if I have to, but I'm not living in the middle of all that.
2: No, I wouldn't want to live in Nashville, but I want to live close to
3: it. I want to relocate,
2: you know, eventually. That is the plan. We will see.
3: Yeah, well, Bushy knows that I live live out in the burbs. Right.
1: Yeah, he's in the burbs. I'm in the sticks. That's the difference. (laughs) It takes me 40 minutes to an hour just to start seeing civilization.
3: Oh god, man, yeah, you're out in the woods.
1: Yeah, because it's all small towns around me. The next biggest city is Asheville.
3: Wow. So, uh, so what? I'm just, I'm curious from my perspective. What, uh, what things and people are you most excited to see this year?
1: I, uh, well, you have so many great vendors coming. I love just flipping through the vinyl. Yeah. But I'm really stoked for Martin and for uh, Ojeda. Yeah. I'm really stoked for that, and my battle vest just happens to have that big Twisted Sister logo on the back. I'm hoping that'll pull him in. Oh, cool! <laughs> come here, come <laughs> talk to me, dude.
3: <laughs> yeah, he'll be doing a um, a live on stage interview with uh, Jason McMaster and his co-host, which nice. will be awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to to see that conversation, or at least five minutes of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, see, yeah. I normally like last year we didn't get a chance to see anything. Um i tried I told metal mike let's not overbook ourselves this year let's yeah, <laughs> but, a delicate balance yeah let's do a little of one and a little of the other and
2: uh definitely
1: man especially but, uh, with that's... the size the size of it but yeah. yeah there's i'm just stoked i just like seeing people um seeing all the people that i consider friends you know uh, most of us are internet friends we've only met ever at this rock and pod thing and uh it's weird because it's like we've known each other a hundred years. All of us, we sit there and laugh. There's no BS. There's no drama. There's well, maybe you know, rock and metal combat, but they like drama. <laughs> <laughs> I always end up in their room getting hurt.
3: Well, I'm I'm looking forward to Ian and Ralph meeting uh, Mark Alden Taylor for the first time
2: that is going to be interesting <laughs> I, for all of us i think you yeah. know mark has never been so it, it should be interesting but the one thing oh well, there's a lot of things obviously eddie Ojeda. you know i'm a big twist sister fan so i'm definitely looking forward to that um you know uh some of the other uh, Craig Gass, uh I can't remember everybody we have on our list, man. we got a few people, though. But but aside from the interviews, just reconnecting with all you guys, you know, because it it's kind of like what Bushy said. Like, I, I'm i a guy that, not to brag, I have no shortage of friends. And, and they love me, and they think, oh, you're so funny and this and that. But some of them don't really get me. Like, they don't really get the rock and metal thing. They don't really get, you know, they listen to country or whatever, and they don't really get, they don't get that. They don't. They don't get me doing the radio thing. I mean they don't like put me down for it, but they're just like, What? What's podcasting? When I'm at the rockin' pod, man, it's like it's a room full of people that are just fucking like me. And I feel like I fit in and I belong and I'm like these people get me. So it's 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 really cool, you know. It's like a community really, and I love that. So and meeting new podcasters who maybe I've heard but have never met and 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 reuniting with old friends, you know. So. Like you so it's it's just an awesome experience. And I'm really, a, really looking forward to
3: it. The dysfunctional family reunion. Exactly. We're the crazy uncles. That,
2: you know, you know, but we all all the crazy uncles and that go to the family reunion, we're we're all going and, you know, having a reunion of ourselves. So it's a whole room full of crazy uncles and aunts.
1: Right. Yeah, kinda. It's it, it's definitely like a family reunion and God knows we're all crazy. <laughs>
3: Are we, another, uh, are we gonna get another? Are we gonna get another infamous picture of Bushy in a bathroom after this one?
1: <laughs> I hope so. I took that photo. You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. i was still throwing the horns down. Yeah, I know uh, you are. See, I told you. Every time I hang out with Ralph and Ian, man, <laughs> right, g- I get in trouble. <laughs>
2: just just what kind of podcasting me. partner am I? I'm the guy who took the photo.
1: You're welcome, <laughs> Bush. <laughs> it's the best kind to have Chris lay us down uh, What's this guest list like it, Like I said it seems like it's growing every day
3: Oh I'm not going to go through all 50 plus of them But I'll, I'll go over some of the ones That I, I guess are highlights uh, Well Eric Martin from Mr. Big Which he's kind of one of the biggest names He's going to be involved in all three days With uh, the rare He'll be doing in the rare hair show He'll be at the expo doing a bunch of interviews um, Meeting fans and then Sunday he'll be uh, doing comedy for the first time at the Punchlines and Backline show. And uh, then he's doing a full acoustic set to close out the weekend. So, yeah, he's uh, we're working, Eric, pretty hard when he's here. Well, I guess so.
1: <laughs> what was his writer? <laughs> uh, I can't
3: share that information on here.
1: We're just going to see Chris with bruised knees all weekend. That's all that is. <laughs> uh,
3: Eric has his own like group of people that are helping him with everything so I should be good. <laughs> uh, Stevie Rochelle from Tough and for me more Metal Sludge because I've been a Metal Sludge reader since the first year it was on the internet and uh, excited to see him. Uh, Jason McMaster as I mentioned from Dangerous Toys. Eddie Ojeda. Of course Ron Keel is going to be busy. He's going to do the keel fest thing after rock and pod with you know he's gonna sing for like three or four hours and uh that's gonna be an awesome show um the comedians craig gaston jameson courtney Cronin, dold uh gonna have a bit they'll be at the expo but they'll also have a busy sunday because they're doing the kiss exposed movie screening for us and doing the uh, comedy show after that mark weiss who took so many famous album covers you know stay hungry and all those and Rick Fox, who is, is he's gonna be a mainstay at Rock and Pod going forward because he has amazing stories. Right. Um, Monty Colvin from Galactic Cowboys, I told Ian he was all excited that somebody from Galactic Cowboys was coming. <laughs> <laughs> That's a awesome. laugh if you heard that episode. I did. Yes, uh, I did. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, just the other ones, uh, you know, Jeremy Asprock from Ace Fraley's band, Brett Carlisle from Great White, he's the new singer, uh, Anthony Quarter from Toradora, uh, all of Roxy Blue's coming back, so I'm excited to see those guys. Nice, <clears throat> Martin Mat- Motnick from Accept, uh, uh, Delana from Vane, uh, Bob Berryhill from the Safaris, who did Wipeout. It's the 60th anniversary of Wipeout this year. I think he might actually get up on stage and play it at the pre-party. That'd be, that would be bad. <laughs> cool. Ass. Yeah. Uh, Paul Taylor from Wingers coming back this time. I'm excited to see him again. Uh, Steve Blaze from Lilianax. I was happy to get him. Uh, uh, Mark Andrews from the band Seduce. You want me to break something on here before I've actually announced it? Hell
1: yeah.
3: I, I may have mentioned a couple of places but it hasn't like been publicly put up yet. But We're going to do a panel on um, Decline 2 of Western Civilization. Um, the metal years. and uh, Sweet. Mark Andrews was in the band Seduce. He was the bass player and singer, and uh, he's he's going to be there. Rick Fox is going to be there. He's in the movie, and Stevie yeah. Rochelle's in the movie. And uh, a girl named Lisa Axelrod, who was a girl that was featured in the movie also. I think she was one of the Gazaris dancers. She's going to moderate a panel on, uh, on the movie, which should be really cool.
1: Oh, that's going to be awesome.
3: Yeah, I'm excited for that. And um, <clears throat> so I was happy to get Mark to come. He actually lives here. B.B. Uh, Buell, um, you know, most a lot of people know as Liv Tyler's mom, Stephen Tyler's ex. Uh, right. you know, Former Playmate, yes. Playmate, uh, singer, yeah, she's going to be there. She's got books to sell. Tuck Smith, uh, who used to be in The Biters, now he's in Tuck Smith and Wrestle's Hearts. Uh, Jack Gibson from Exodus. Hell yeah. Coming back. Jack's a super nice guy. Super um, nice guy. Rick Rule from Every Mother's Nightmare is coming back. Uh, he's a character. Yeah. yeah, And then... A, Tony Harnell from TNT is going to return, and uh, also one of the latest guests, which is a little bit of a curveball for us, John Brennan, who was on season two of MTV's The Real World, is going to be coming uh, to do. We're going to have a panel on uh, reality TV and music, and he'll be a part of that.
1: Was he the country dude?
3: Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, Wait, and I think he, <laughs> what what is this? The Hall of Fame? Now we're bringing country folks in,
3: <laughs> right?
1: Well, the,
3: the, the rock tie-in will be, apparently he wants to do a song at the pre-party, and I suggested Hard Luck Woman, like Garth Brooks' version, because like we're not right. it's a rock song, but it, Garth did it. He goes, no, I want to do Who Made Who by ACDC. Oh,
0: shit, sweet. <laughs> all right, man. Yeah.
3: cool. Let's hear so I want to see if that happens, uh, that, would that would be, be great. interesting. Yeah, uh, that pre-party, if we get him to do that, get Bob Berryhill to do Wipeout, it's going to be the weirdest rare hair show of all time
1: it would be the greatest one. Make sure you're filming it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want that DVD.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were supposed to be filming the last one, and I think the guy that was filming it on stage, like the, the footage got ruined or something. Oh, a bomber Because he was getting pro footage of Billy and Greg doing the David Lee Ross songs. I was like, I want to see that alone, you know?
1: Yeah, for real.
3: And like Roy Cathy, who's in the fifth, who's playing this year, he got up and did um, Valley of the Kings by Blue Murder and absolutely crushed it. I wanted to see that pro
1: yeah, Right nice. on Yeah damn I forgot how good that show was last year I, I, I may have been several <laughs> in
2: <laughs> Well I've got most of the tickets to the event I mean obviously I got us the podcast package But also got uh, Two kids, tickets to the Kiel Fest Because I want to awesome. see that And I haven't got tickets to the comedy show But I'm going to do that after we get done talking right I got you covered Bush You can just pay me back whenever Alrighty, alrighty. Well, you got to do the movie, too. Cause, I mean, that's that was... Is, uh, that, is that the... Is that the uh, decline of Western civilization? Is that what you're doing this time instead of the Kiss Me, mm-hmm. Fan in the Park thing, or is that different?
1: Oh, oh dude, doing... it's even better. It's even we're... better. I'm so fucking stoked for this.
3: We're, we're doing Kiss Exposed. Yes. Oh.
1: Yes. Okay. <laughs> now, what date... Okay, so what that'll
3: time be is... Sun... It's a matinee on Sunday. It'll be at 1 o'clock oh, in the afternoon. so
2: that'll be before the comedy show, then. Right? Yep. Okay.
3: Yep. All right. Man. Yeah, we tried to space it out where you can see it at one, you know. Then you have time to go get a few drinks, get dinner, and then uh, the comedy sweet, shows at sweet. 7. sweet.
1: Well, I just both, can't man. wait to hear what they say when they show Paul <laughs> with those four chicks into bed with him because <laughs> 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 there's just so much to work with right there.
2: <laughs> I'll tell you what, cereal with root beer. Yeah, I just listened yeah. to your recent episode, uh, Chris, of the Geek Wire, and I died because I'd heard about some of the things about the whole sink and stanley thing but i'm like oh my god i didn't know it went that far man oh my god that dude he is man he's something else he like you said he's taking that as about as far as i think you can go with it
3: man it, it, it's starting to border on creepy now and i like tim i don't think he oh i do any harm, yeah but, i, I uh, do too tim but, is nice but, guy. <laughs> but it's re- but from the optics part of it if i'm an outsider who doesn't know him i'd be like what <laughs> the fuck is wrong with this guy you know <laughs> It's like Mark David Chapman type shit. You know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny, But stuff. it is funny, I have to
3: admit, man. I'm just like, wow. I can't believe he went to that event and he started yelling at Paul in the parking lot. I know, dude. <laughs>
1: Uh, think, and then he's on to Eddie think a Trunk. a joke of from all Twitter has, has gone this far.
2: <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Like he's taking this, and, oh, he's, and he's he's on Eddie Trunk for fuck's yeah. sake.
3: Yeah. I mean that's insane, dude. Yeah, I told Aaron. I was like, he get gets better press and more blabbermouth love than we ever did. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, That's, great. That's I mean, great. I've i got
2: buddies going around wearing Sinkin' Stanley shirts. I'm like, I know that guy.
3: I honestly thought about <laughs> getting, getting one to wear at the expo, but I'm like, I'm, I'll probably piss somebody off if I do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, people need to lighten up. I mean, geez.
1: Speaking you know. of merch, I'm excited for this. Rockin' Pod has a merch store. Really? <laughs> Explain that. Give us the details on that.
3: Well, I just I was trying to find because you know we do sometimes have them at the event and then but I also get people that are like you know I'd like to order it in advance or um, you know where I can wear it at the event or I can't come but I want to support so I want to buy a shirt so I just I found a good third party store that they do the fulfillment like so I'm not really making much on I make a few bucks on them but. They do all the work. They do all the shipping, so everything goes right out to the person. So it's 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 another thing I could outsource to not have to do myself. But uh, yeah, there's it's uh, shirts and sweat sweatshirts, and they look pretty cool. I think. Cool man. Yeah, will have to check that
2: out.
1: out. I checked it
3: out. Is like, oh, the
2: link okay. on the site, Chris?
3: I need to get it the on the merch? site. I, I put it on the social media, but I need to add okay the link to all the right. website.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll make sure I grab it and put in the show notes here so if you can't make it to this great event, yeah, hit up that store and get a t-shirt.
3: <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, bonfire.com. You just go in there and put it in rock and pod and it'll take you right to it.
1: Okay, sweet, sweet. That's exciting because I'm a nerd like that. I haven't I haven't seen a t-shirt since the first one. I've got one of those.
3: Yeah and these like these are pretty good quality shirts too. so yeah I'm uh,
1: excited to get mine. Hmm. Nice, nice. So we have multiple musicians, artists, um, podcasters. What else could people expect of this thing?
3: Well, there would be the panel discussions. There'll be some, uh, you know, a lot of the guests actually have their own booth space, so uh, they'll be hanging out all day. When they're not doing interviews, they'll be at their table, and you can you can meet them and get autographs and stuff there. But also, there's you know a few guests that did, they they opted not to do the 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 booth thing so uh there'll be time signing sessions like we've had in the past and uh, we'll release those schedules in the next week week or two and um so that'll that'll happen and excuse me um every year that as we get bigger there's a lot of people that come to regular comic conventions and they usually want like a price list of you know who's charging what but that's honestly something i tell people i'm like just Come to the event, you know. There's an ATM near near the area, or I think there's one on site. And uh, also, um, just plan to ask or ask the artist directly because we let them handle that on their own. That's not really part of our deal, so it's another way we can keep costs low. So we don't have to dip into all that stuff. So, um, right. but yeah, there, there's, that happens more and then. Uh, but yeah, it's it. Most guests don't even charge. There's some that will, but uh, and the ones that do, it's it's pretty reasonable. I I think the cost for everything that we do for this thing are way below what you're gonna find at uh, you know big big conventions and stuff like that.
1: I agree. I know you know my experience with um, <laughs> excuse me, my first year as a podcaster. Yeah, I went over to the tables to meet with Allison and to meet with uh, Michael Sweet. And uh, they were reasonably priced. You know, they signed two or three records, take a picture with you. And they'll sit there and talk to you for a minute, you know. so um,
3: mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's uh, one thing I try to stress to people. It's like a lot of conventions, it's, oh, from two to three, I can meet so-and-so. And that's it. That's my only chance. But uh, with Rock and Pod, like a lot of them, they'll come do their interviews or their signing session. But a lot of the guests just hang out all day. Right. And they're super accessible. So it's, a little less stuffy than a lot of other events like that, where they kind of herd you in and out like cattle. We don't do that,
1: absolutely. As that, and uh, that's one of the things I really like about it is you are able to just walk up to these people and you'll know, engage with you know in conversation with you. Um, I mean, Jack Gibson told us, you know, last time we interviewed him that it, you know, it's like a normal press day, and I'm like, no, it's not, these are fans, dude. It's not, <laughs> It's not media here. It's all fans. They're all here because they want to meet you guys. And so I, I think, from our perspective, both the uh, podcaster and the fan, you know, we're all geeks. We're all nerds, and we all try to keep that crap contained because a lot of times we're meeting some of our heroes. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's a great time, and I love that they're so accessible.
3: Yeah, it's and I I just think rock and roll people, for the most part, are some of the nicest people you'll ever meet. So it's other you know other fields of entertainment. You don't so much get that. You'll get more, a little bit more ego and attitude from people. But aside from a, you know, a, an amount of people I could count on one hand that I've had as guests, that's about it that I've had that I would call like problem children. The vast majority of guests we've had have all been super nice and accommodating people that always seem to have fun at it.
1: Awesome. Absolutely. Like I said, I I can't pimp this place out enough, uh, this event out enough. you got to have <coughs> – uh, excuse me. Three the best days of your life. I don't care what anybody says. I mean, if you can't enjoy yourself a Rocket Pod, is, you're just a shitty individual. There's, just, there's, just, there's something for everyone. I need to use that in advertising. I, well, look, 5%. That's all I want.
3: Don't, don't be a shitty individual. Come to yeah. Rocket Pod.
1: <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think it's great. <laughs> just put that's my picture good. on it.
3: <laughs> okay, Bushy says.
1: <laughs> no, it's a lot of fun. You know, um we can never stop singing its praises. Uh each of us different podcasts do have a promo code to give you a what is it, 20% off on tickets? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For us it's plug twenty. It's all caps, P L U G. We don't we don't we don't get a real um intelligent listener base here, Chris, so we have to spell things. <laughs> <laughs> plug twenty. That'll get you twenty percent off. You can come hang out with Chris if you can catch him. It's hard. You have to you have to watch the guy and when he's ducking out. That's when you make your move to go talk to him for a few minutes on Rock and Pod Day.
3: Uh, I, I, I I have hopes that I'll actually get to spend more time with people this year. We have so many with so many team members that are running things for this. I, and I, I don't really have a defined job. It's uh, it's more of everyone else does, and they've got their stations. And so I'm hoping it means I can just sort of float and, you know, catch up with people. I did get to do more of that last time, so hopefully that'll continue
1: this time. Yeah, you, you definitely did. You were able to move between the two rooms, which is something that was <coughs> excuse me, a feat within itself
3: with how yeah. busy
1: everybody was.
3: Yeah, we don't have that problem this year. So <laughs> we're, we're all together.
1: <laughs> Outstanding. That that that'll be great cuz that's one of the things I really enjoyed about the one before. <coughs> this one It just got warm in that room, and I think that was really the only complaint anybody had was like, man, it was just hot, that's all. (laughs) Yeah,
3: it was cramped, and I I just didn't like how it was laid out with the, you know, kind of off to the side, and then there were people that didn't didn't even venture down there to check it out, and I'm just like, eh. It was an experiment, and I wasn't happy with it, so I was just like, well, this works perfect, because there's segments of the room, of course, uh, you know, for podcasters in one area, vendors in another, but like the whole room is just one big room.
1: Yeah, that's great. I think that works well because it gives people are more apt to walk over to something when it's all together instead of hunting it down because we're all digital people anymore. We're lazy.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The amount of hours that uh, my wife has put in getting the uh, the layout of the room put in order it's you would not believe. It's been a it's been a challenge, but I think we've got it. We're just about ready to roll with it.
1: That's great. I know that I you know personally appreciate all the hard work. And effort you guys put into this, and that's the whole team. Because I know the team has grown. Hell, we saw that last year. Um, first year I noticed handlers. Yeah. That's not to say that word there before, but that's the first year I noticed them.
3: Well, <laughs> uh, this is the year we really stepped up with it. Yeah, twenty because twenty nineteen was a little bit a little bit uh, harder to organize. But yeah, it's we've had great people come in on that front too. I think we're, we've got like fifty or sixty volunteers for this year.
1: Oh, that's great. So, so the word's getting out. Yeah, it's a a lot of pe- this local rock
3: rock community here in Nashville just really pulls together and supports each other. So it wasn't so much that way when I played in bands here, I'll tell you that. But uh, but it's better now than it was then. Well, I think Nashville in general. I mean, for a long time it was known
2: as the country music capital of the world, and rightfully so. But now when i came down there i noticed i was like holy shit this is the music capital of the world because when i walked down broadway every bar had a different style of music every yeah. one of them man i mean there was one that was doing punk another was doing rock another was doing metal another was doing hip-hop and rap and country and it was fucking amazing i loved it
3: and i think oh that blues does. too i heard the blues there too so it was like hell yeah well and a lot of that is so many transplants that are here now, so it's it's not a uh, people are surprised when they hear that I'm from here. So something like because there's not that many of us left, it doesn't seem like. But um, so many people have moved in from the west coast, from the north, and so it just it just tends to reflect in the music community. So you get a little bit of everything here. But yeah, when I when I was in high school and early college uh, in the '90s, playing playing in a hard rock band in Nashville, uh, very very challenging back then.
1: Yeah, I can only imagine. It's interesting that you're from Nashville and you don't have a lick of Southern twang in that voice at all.
3: Well, my uh, father was a salesman, so I'm from Nashville, and we would move away, and then we'd move back, and then we'd move away, and then we'd move back, and I'd live in the Midwest and the North. So I've moved around so much, you just sort of get a monotone accent out of it from. Uh, just from, from being in different places. So, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. I, I probably had more twang to it when I was younger, but uh,
1: yeah. No, I was going to no, no say, say same thing. Uh, my dad was from North Carolina. My mom was from Virginia. There's no way I didn't have it when we were little, yeah. but I got to New York when I was 12. Right. <laughs> you know, I left four years ago, so... <laughs>
3: Yeah, I don't. Uh, I, yeah, I hear no Southern in yours either. I, no. I, I once once in a while, maybe if I've had a few drinks, it might come out more. But yeah, I don't. I don't actively try to not sound Southern. I just don't. You know.
2: <laughs> I got a little bit of it. You, I, bit yeah, of it. you have some twang in your voice. Yeah, I've noticed, and when I hear it, I'm like, ah. But it is what it is, you know. I mean, you know, I even joke with people because they're like, well, "What part?" Of this? I'm like, "Southern Illinois." That is because it, it's true. Um. Yeah, but my, a lot of my family was from the south, so I guess maybe that's where I get it from. But yeah, just a, it's funny, though, because depending on what part of the country I go to, if I go out east, it's like, oh, you, you sound like you're from the west, which technically, yes, I am. But if I go up north, I sound southern. If I go down south, I sound like a Yankee. <laughs> if I go west coast, I sound like I'm from the east. I mean, I'm, I'm just going by what people have told me the local people there and i'll go are you from the and i'm like well kind of i'm from the midwest oh i thought maybe you were farther out east i'm like no you
1: know, i'll tell but- you what uh, as far as accents go i think the two worst of this country since we're on this i'm just going to bash a whole group of people <laughs> <laughs> is that cajun accent out of uh louisiana and yeah, then this damn mountain accent <laughs> i have to ask i have to ask people to uh repeat themselves You know, eastern Tennessee, western North Carolina, like northwestern South Carolina has this wild Appalachian accent, and I don't understand it.
3: (laughs) I dated a girl in high school that her whole family lived in Cajun country in Louisiana, and so my senior trip was going down there to basically go to swamp country to meet her whole family. I didn't understand damn near anything any of these people were saying. It was so thick. I'm just like, what the fuck are you saying? Make, and also, I learned that I never thought I would go to a place where I could take an ice-cold shower, and literally 30 seconds after I get out, I'm sweating again. Yes. it was in, The heat down there is insane.
1: Yes. I still yes. like to visit, but Wadzilla left, and now I have to pay for accommodations, so I don't know.
3: Yeah, I, my wife and I were so looking forward to doing another trip to New Orleans to hang out with him and his better half. Right. and then But now he's in Seattle, and I talked right. to him on the phone the other day, and she's like, well, you can always come
1: here. I'm like, yeah,
3: I'd like to come to Seattle at some point.
1: I don't know that I want to go to Seattle. Really? What am I going to do there? So, okay, look, show me where uh, Queensryche played. Show <laughs> me where Nikki Six lived. And get me out of here.
3: Jesus. <laughs> you see, <laughs> Jimi Hendrix, he. Hendrix, yeah. Hendrix is from oh, there. Yeah, Heart's Hendrix. from
2: there. Aren't they? Heart's from Seattle, aren't they, Chris? I yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah come
3: on, on, dude. What the, the fuck? Drag?
2: Alice in yeah. Chains? Hello?
3: You don't, you don't want to see where uh, Kurt Cobain used to cop heroin?
1: No, no. <laughs> no I'm not interested. <laughs> Can you take me to the house of the crime scene?
3: I, I'd be wanting to know where Fraser Fraser Crane used to live.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know they're rebooting that or bringing it back, don't you?
3: I saw that, and they announced that uh, he's going to be in Boston.
1: Oh,
3: nice. Oh. So I, that <laughs> means oh, no, cheers, has, cheers members cheers cameos. cameos. Yep. So, I was happy to see that.
1: Yeah, that could be. That could be. I'll tell you what, before I came on with you guys today, I was watching that Brendan Fraser movie. Everyone's talking about the whale. Yeah. And uh, I got to tell you, bravo. Bravo. It
3: it looks depressing as fuck.
1: It's really not bad until the end. Then it's going to jerk the tears. I don't care who you are.
2: Oh, so it's one of those here you won't be needing this anymore movies. Rips your heart out. Great, dude. (laughs)
1: All right, cool. <laughs> I'm gonna rush and see it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if it's quite that bad, but it's emotional, Whatever, Jesus. Dude. Fuck, you fu- man. You heartless fuck. <laughs>
2: I'm not a heartless fuck. I'm just, I, I don't want to see shit that's going to depress
1: me, dude. Watch this, just Afterwards. So, Chris, <laughs> you're going to be hanging out at the pre uh, pre show mixer and all that good stuff, right?
3: Yeah, I should be. I mean, we're Friday's going to be setup day, so we're going to have a lot of <clears throat> work to do at, at the fairgrounds. But uh, I should be out in time to make it to the uh the cocktail mixer and then the pre-party
1: after that okay good good that's in years past so i can't speak on this year that's when you're at your most relaxed until it's over
3: right yeah (laughs) well we'll see if that works out
1: again but yeah hopefully (laughs) no that's a lot of fun because that's everybody catching up yeah um because we. You spoiled us, Chris, because what you've done is you've trained us like little mice trying to get a food pellet to come and see everybody every year. Hey, come see your friends. Come see your friends. You just tease us with, you know, rock stars that we all grew up idolizing and listening to and being such a huge part of our teenage years. You tease us with this shit. (laughs) And it's the greatest thing I've ever seen, you know, come together.
3: Well, I appreciate you saying that. It's. I mean, and I, I always have an ulterior motive as a podcaster, and I, I tell people this. I'm like, I, I, I'm happy to bring in the people we grew up listening to, and that's a great part of it, but to me, I bring those people in to get the general public to come in that may not know about your shows, and then check out your shows. I'm trying to push the, that's my, the, the guests or the bait for, for the uh, podcast to get new listeners. That's all, That's always been my motive.
1: Oh, well, I appreciate awesome.
3: that. Awesome, awesome. Yeah.
1: Steer them towards my damn table. All right that's that's a good another thing that I, I like Slit about the guy a hundred or what
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not just about the legacy acts I mean you guys let new artists Kind of come in and do their thing too Like Abby Kay I think that's really cool man
3: Yeah we've got um, We also have a section near the podcasters uh, Of kind of local and regional acts And they'll be coming too So I have got We've got like 12 different bands That are going to be a part of it this time
1: Awesome Yeah that's good stuff That's good stuff yeah, Abby K. Abby told me I didn't have to reach out to her PR guy, okay, Chris? Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> she, she does her own PR. Amateurs.
1: <laughs> no, she's got a PR guy. But she's like, no, oh, she uh, I've worked with you before, so you could just get a hold of me directly. Yeah, yeah, okay. Zach, uh-huh. i got to go through a guy to talk about his event.
3: Yeah, but he's a cool
2: guy,
1: right? <sighs> well, yeah. yeah. Jeez, God, yeah, we, we love Sidzak.
2: Fucking, you know, I'm sorry <laughs> to tell you, Bushy. In fact, I'm going to. If I were Sinzak, I'd be telling you to fucking <laughs> dial B-O-O-H-O-O. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, wait. Dial one 800 Extension B-O-O-H-O-O. Have a dispatcher come out and send a ambulance. Are,
1: are you reading material?
2: <laughs> no. No, I'm you, yeah, well, like uh, man. You've yeah, been whining well, about it. It's like, fuck. Go to, walk on to www.winebags.com. <laughs> I have to go through somebody and talk to Quiz Senzak.
1: It's, it's a shame Aaron could be with you today. Yeah.
3: Aaron Aaron focuses on the family during the weekend, so oh, it's well, kind of hard to get to the jam. But, uh, yeah, I was going to tell Mike, uh, the, the jerk store called, and they're running out of you. Oh, damn, yeah, See, dude. that's a good joke. <laughs> that kind of hurts, Senzak. That kind of hurt me. <laughs> I just wanted to make a Seinfeld reference.
1: I I love that show. I appreciate that. That belongs on this show. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You got to make your case. I'm going to play your commercial.
3: All right. uh, March 17th through 19th, Nashville. It's going to be beautiful weather. It's going to be St. Patrick's Day weekend. It's going to be over 50 rock star guests, over 40 podcasts from across the globe, even a guy coming from the U.K., which is crazy. That's awesome. And uh, over 50 vendors of all, all types, horror memorabilia, vinyl all kinds of cool stuff and uh, concerts surrounding the whole weekend and a movie screening of Kiss Exposed. How could you not want to come for this? So go to rockandpod.com and get your tickets. Hell yeah. Yeah. Awesome.
1: Hell yeah. And you know I don't know <laughs> if Plug I had 20 a 20% off.
2: Yes. No. And and uh, I don't know if I had but there's some people that are going to this event that aren't just listeners of our podcast Bush but of the that metalstation.com that are kind of going to said they're planning on coming, they've gotten their ticket, they're going to come. Uh, to meet us so that's that's fucking awesome so hey you keep more saying people, that we're more gonna have
1: Mary. to pay twice man stop shh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> now we're definitely happy to have you all to talk about that chris got a question for you since we have a little more time with you Um megadeth is about to do a uh, live show out of japan Uh, that you could purchase tickets for online. Um, We're not going to promote that because I'm here to promote Rockin' Pot. (laughs) But um, Marty Friedman's joining the show. What do you think of that?
3: Yeah, I looked into this. I guess he's going to do three songs with him at the end of the show. He's not doing the whole thing. But uh, no, I think it's cool. The fact that Dave Mustaine can get somebody from the band from the past to come back up on stage with him, that's newsworthy in and of itself, I think.
1: (laughs) Well, he did it with Ellison. That didn't work out so well, obviously. Uh, Yeah,
3: well, I mean, we know what the circumstances are that led to that whole
2: thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and on your latest episode, uh, Chris, they had a. You also talked about Jeff Young Young and what he said about his name, which I'm sorry. I just seen Megadeth recently on my birthday here last October 8th. uh, And he fucking dave sounded fine to me he played yeah. fine he sounded fine i'm like bro like i know dave's talked a lot of shit on him so it's like okay obviously this is personal but i'm like bro you may not like the guy but you i i don't see how you i really don't see he how either guy could really disparage the other one's musicianship you, you know what i mean I'm, the guys both of them they can fucking play and oh, they yeah. can you know do their thing so but i was just like okay jeff
3: uh, there's no love lost between the two. Oh,
2: i know that i know that yeah
3: but I mean, I I think it's cool that they're doing the Kings of Thrash thing. I think oh, that's a, I have that's no a cool concept. But,
0: yeah. I, but
3: know. uh, but yeah, I mean, there's not a whole. You can critique Mustaine for being a curmudgeon and moody and grumpy and you know, kind of a, yeah. a a dick when he wants to say certain things, but you can't really disparage the guys playing and singing. He still seems like he's pretty on top of it. Well, you know what's weird about Dave,
2: man? Because I've met people who who've met him and actually know him and they say it, he can be the sweetest guy in the world but you just it, you know he's very moody like he said you know like one minute he can be the sweetest guy in the world and the next minute you're like whoa you yeah. know and he said he's always been that way but you know um there was a band that was from the St. Louis area called a uh, thrash metal band called Anacrusis and and uh, yeah. they got to tour with Megadeth and my brother and I are friends with those guys and they just said you know that Dave Kind of took him under their wing and gave him a lot of advice about the music business and how things work and to be wary about certain people and promoters and they and bought him and their family steak dinners and said he could be the sweetest guy in the world, you know. But if you catch him on the wrong
1: day, look out, man. Yeah. Oh, that could be any of us.
2: Yeah, I mean, everyone has more than one. Whatever. I'm a them. fucking sweetheart every day of the week.
1: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was a. I thought it was a cool thing. This uh, live streaming concert, and you can stream it for two more days. Oh, can you? You can watch it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I, I need to look into that.
3: I didn't know that. Like, you could do a pay per view thing on it. Yeah,
1: yeah. That. You buy it for that show, and then you can on demand it for the next two days.
3: Oh, speaking of uh, something like that, it looks like we will have a uh, live streaming company coming to Rock and Pod, and. Um, Recording stuff for a uh, later viewing if people want to buy it. Oh, Oh,
1: cool! Yeah,
3: that'll that'll, be that should be announced any day now. I've got some people working on that for me. Sweet, that's That's awesome.
1: I need all the footage I could get because if I don't take a lot of pictures and a lot of video, I'm not going to remember anything. (laughs) You think?
3: (laughs) I was like, I was in Nashville? What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have a really, really good time in Nashville, okay? i like with my friends. I'm with my people. I know, dude. All everyone's doing is talking rock and roll, and I just, look, I can't control myself when I'm there.
3: <laughs> well, you're, you're supposed to let loose. That's the whole point.
1: Exactly. It's a good old and then time. And when it's over, then I'll get to let loose. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, so far, I haven't been asked to not come back, so... No, <laughs> oh, it wouldn't be the same without you. I'm, I'm, I'm well-behaved.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: It's always a pleasure to see see. I'm well-behaved for the most yeah. part. <laughs> most most of the time. There was that one time at Aaron's house. I got pretty drunk and said some crazy <laughs> things about a certain pink-loving guitar player. But, <laughs> hey.
1: I can imagine how that would have gone down. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All I remember is I was kind of going off you know, and I just remember Chris Aaron going,
0: Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> i was you like, get, Oh,
1: you got to witness the metal Mike meltdown face to face. That's interesting. A drunken metal. Mic.
3: <laughs> well, and then two hours later we find him asleep in the studio and it was like 110 degrees in there. And Aaron's like,
1: you might want to get out of here, dude.
3: You're going <laughs> to die. You were, you yeah. were completely
1: out. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. <laughs> that's great. That's how you know you had a good time when you don't remember yeah. people got to tell you about it. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. I yeah by people, the time we got to the comedy
3: show, I was already sober again. Well, I tell the podcasters, pack your gear and pack your liver. Yeah.
1: Yeah, mine hates yeah, me after a Pod. I normally don't drink for about three or four days after. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's awesome. awesome. The whole weekend's just a blur, literally.
1: Right. Yeah, it's a real good time. I definitely can't wait to go. I can't wait to go. Can't wait to see everybody think it's a great event to keep doing it until you just physically can't and i don't even know if that'll be an excuse
2: we do appreciate everything you do for us uh us fellow podcasters and even the online radio people so thank you chris
3: oh we're all content creators and we all believe in rock and roll that's the whole point right
1: exactly, exactly. where can we find you
3: Rockin'Pod.com for all the Pod stuff. There's tickets for all the events. And then uh, if you just want to look up me personally, my name's hard to spell, so just punch your keyboard and you'll find me on Facebook.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's about right. I've got a copy and paste. I've given up trying to learn how to spell it. I'm just like, there's too many Zs and I don't know where Uh, the C goes. I'm just, I copy and paste.
3: I get tired of spelling it too.
1: (laughs) Definitely glad to have you on. Thank you so much for coming on.
3: Oh, thanks guys. It was a blast.
1: That's to have you come back again for uh, another fun conversation. So, I guess Sieber, you know, some crazy album like Crazy Nights nice actually ranks.
3: All right, we'll just uh, talk to my PR guy and we'll get it Yeah, yeah. Up, well, okay?
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll have my people call your people. <laughs> right.
3: We'll do lunch.
1: <laughs> yeah. We'll <laughs> set up a meeting. <laughs> no, I'm glad you got all the extra help this year. It threw me off. I had to reach out to Chris. I'm like, hey, do you got somebody doing fucking PR for you? <laughs> this is like yeah i said oh okay i'll go work it out with him <laughs> that's it was it just struck me as funny because he reached out like that i'm like what this has never happened before chris really
3: <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do when this thing grows man I tell you. that's
1: absolutely <laughs> and i'm glad he's pushing you to other podcasts as such and meeting people that you may not have met before that's yeah that's good in its own right that's good for the event it's good for everybody
3: yeah, it's it's been uh, it's been interesting, but now I do realize why people like Gene and Paul say the same answers in every interview. But because uh, for those people, they don't know me, so they're like, "Just tell us about the event." So I've got everything ready to roll out. But I love coming on shows with people I know and love, like you guys. So this was actually this didn't feel like a press thing. This felt like just a fun talk with friends. Right on, man.
1: Well, that's what we try to do anyway. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> We're not Decibel Geek. We're not rocking. Well, rock and metal. I don't know how professional they are.
3: <laughs> well, they're doing manscaped commercials, so they're doing something professional now.
1: Well, this is true. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see those guys. Can't wait to see you. Can't wait to see Aaron, uh, the voice of the Decibel Geek and the voice of the Rocket Pod. He's the one that yeah, introduces all the panels and such. Great guy.
3: Aaron, Aaron sent me a picture of his uh, shoes for this year. Where do you see these things?
1: Oh, even better than last year?
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: boy. <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> That's good stuff. Pass out our hellos to Aaron. I will. And uh, Always, we'll, man. We are definitely looking guys forward rule. to seeing you guys.
3: That was fun, uh, fun, to, fun to catch up, and uh, we'll see you guys in a few short weeks.
1: Absolutely. Thanks again for coming on, Chris. We really appreciate you. All right. Take care and stay metal, brother. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Absolutely. Bye, Vinyl. See you. For those who love it loud Pantheon
3: Podcast presents Rockin' Pod Weekend Nashville, March 17th through the 19th It's a rock convention Featuring panels, interviews, podcasts Signing sessions, vinyl, comic books Pop culture and collectibles Over 50 celebrity guests Including members of Mr. Big Tough, Great White Keel, Winger, Accept And Twisted Sister Live concerts including Rare Hair on Friday, Kiel Fest 2 on Saturday, and Eric Martin's Big Acoustic on Sunday. Plus a rockin' comedy show featuring Courtney Cronin-Dold, Don Jameson from That Metal Show, and Craig Gass from The Howard Stern Show, and a whole lot more. Full details at rockinpod.com. Rockin' Pod Weekend is presented by Pantheon Podcasts in association with RFK Media, Third Power Amplification, and bobbydreyer.com.
0: Hey, this was really fun. We hope you liked it, too. Seems like we've just begun. When, when suddenly, suddenly we're, we're through. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye.
1: Because now it's, it's time, time to go.
0: But hey, I say, well, that's okay. Because we'll see you very soon, I know. Very soon, I
1: know. What the fuck is this shit? This is how we say goodbye on the plug. See you next week. (laughs)